0: I believe every person has a right to basic knowledge of how to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. Here, I bring to you influential individuals and ideas to help you live a more healthy, fulfilling life. I'm Julie Fouché, and I'd like to welcome you to Pursuing Health. Hello, and welcome back to Pursuing Health. This is episode number 27, and as the CrossFit Games regional season quickly approaches, for this episode, I got to sit down with Games Head Judge and Seminar Staff Flowmaster, Adrian Bosman. Adrian, or Boz as many know him, has been a staple figure in the CrossFit community over the past 10 years, and he's played a key role in the evolution of the CrossFit Games seminars as well as the Games competition itself. In this episode, we discuss how he first found CrossFit and came into these roles with seminar staff and the Games, how judging has evolved over the years as the Games has grown, as well as his experience with the Roe versus Baas Open competitions over the past several years, and why he loves training in his garage gym and advice for those who are also building a gym in their home. Before we get started, I have a few quick reminders. First, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a five-star rating. Please also head to my website, juliefouchet.com. There you can enter your email to stay in the loop with the podcast and everything else I'm doing with my bi-weekly newsletter. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouchet.com, and I'll select some to share on future episodes. If you're interested in training with me, check out my program through Beyond the Whiteboard. This is the actual training I do now, five days per week, one hour per day, scheduled out for you minute by minute from warm-up to cool-down. For more info or to try the program out yourself, visit beyondthewhiteboard.com slash So with that, let's get started here with episode 27 of Pursuing Health, Featuring Adrian Bosman. I'm here on Pursuing Health with Adrian Bosman, who most people probably know as the head judge and of the CrossFit Games and Flow Master on Seminar Staff.
1: I think that's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, and I'm excited to talk about some of those things. Sure. But I also want to talk too about From the very beginning, how you first became involved in CrossFit, how you first found it.
1: Oh man, well, uh, I go way back to yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I just had this conversation via email with somebody uh, from a Level One seminar, and anyway, yeah, it's kind of fun to go back down memory lane. I started dabbling just with the workouts online Mm -hmm. myself uh, in late 2004. Okay, and it was kind of one of those like big toe in the in the pool to see if it's warm enough kind of things, you right. know, and then eventually I jumped in full force in 2005. And, um, for me, it was really a case of right place at the right time. Uh, you know, I had a friend that we would do CrossFit together in Golden Gate Park. I had a kettlebell, he had some rings, we'd get together and just, mm-hmm. you know, make up some workouts and, and go to it. And, uh, once in a while I'd come down to Santa Cruz and train at the original affiliate, um, you know, very, very once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I did my level one uh, in 2006. Okay. And I think, if memory serves, Pat Sherwood and Dave Castro were at that level one also for their level one. Wow. And I didn't know them at the time, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny how it comes full circle. Right. Uh, And then I just started getting more involved, and uh, as they needed help with staffing, they asked me if I would lend a hand, and eventually they said, hey, we'll pay you to show up. And I said, well, great. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there. (laughs) And yeah, and it just really grew into something that, um, you know, became a a, a full-time thing for me. And and I couldn't be happier. And at the time, it was certainly not something I expected. But Mm -hmm. I'm really, you know, honored and lucky to to be involved in the ways that I am. So, yeah. Uh,
0: That's cool. So earlier talking to James, I think he said you were at his first level on something. Yeah, I think so. So it's cool to see. And you were actually the flowmaster master at my level oh no seminar, oh, or I at least on staff i don't know you, okay. you and pat were both there oh cool um so it's cool to see how different generations come yeah, up yeah. and how the seminar evolves and all those things yeah
1: i remember james distinctly it was in <laughs> ann arbor michigan yep. and he was there with a i think a friend of his family's mm-hmm. and i forget the circumstances but we got introduced at that and so it sticks out in my mind but anyway yeah where uh, where was yours
0: Um, mine was also in Ann Arbor. It was in 2010, I believe, right after I competed at the games for the first time. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I, it was, you were there. I think, um, Joe DeGaine was there, Pat Sherwood. Um, I'm not sure who else was there, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's great. Very cool to look back on. Um, so, and then you eventually evolved into the role of flow master and you're still working seminars today, even with all of your other responsibilities. Still working seminars. (laughs) I
1: I don't do as many as I used to, you know, there's a, there's a time where it was a lot of travel Mm -hmm. pretty nonstop. And, uh, these days I don't travel nearly as much, which is, you know, sometimes I kind of get a hankering for it, but it's, it really is nice to be home Mm -hmm. and I can focus on some other projects within CrossFit and, and, you know, personally too. So it's, it's, it's been nice Mm -hmm. to, uh, kind of see that role shift a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but still have an ability to stay connected with that aspect of, you know, teaching. Cause I, I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. What do you, what is your favorite part about doing seminars?
1: I don't, well, I think the level one experience is still the same as it always has been for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. people are really fired up and you can see it as a stepping stone in what they're going to be doing in the future. And so, you know, the, I think the potential mm-hmm. that's there is really exciting. Um, both for the participants and for me to see that. So like that never goes away. And, uh, you know, it's, I I think it's an answer that not many people give, but I feel it's true. I feel like I'm good at it. I I think I present the material in a way that is, um, you know, accessible and, uh, and memorable Mm -hmm. and, um, clear, you know, and we have a very capable staff and a lot of people that are excellent presenters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, many of which I've, I take notes from every time I see them present um, and so I'm really happy to be in the in the company of that but but I feel like I do a, a good job on that and so that's enjoyable for me to know that I can offer uh, what I feel is like a good learning experience so absolutely
0: yeah. and I think just that alone I mean the sem- the seminars have such so many strengths but just mm-hmm. the way the information is presented alone I think is so powerful and yeah. it's something that I know I've used in other arenas as well. I, even in the first couple of years of medical school, when we're teaching other students, we, we do these small group learning experiences mm-hmm. and we're teaching each other a lot of concepts and I'm always trying to use the whiteboard. I'm always right. trying to yep. break things down and make them easy to understand. And I think that came from the very first time I sat in my level one yeah. seminar and yep. saw, wow, you know, it's, it's one of those life-changing experiences yeah, in so definitely. many ways.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, any of us, that we're lucky enough to see Coach Glassman at our uh, level one or, you know, some of the original mm-hmm. CrossFit names. That, that was exactly our takeaway, too. It was like, wow, these concepts, you know, they can be pretty heady. Right. But the way they're distilled makes them totally accessible. And, yeah, that was a big turning point for me, too. So, right.
0: You don't yeah. have to overcomplicate things. Exactly. To make yep. Help people understand yep. the big takeaways. All right. And then you – then evolved, I think, in a similar way into your role as yep. the head judge, <laughs> where yep. you just sort of <laughs> stepped up to that responsibility. Um, so tell us about how you came into that role and then how it has evolved, because it certainly yeah. has over the past several years.
1: Absolutely. Um, Gee, so that uh, the first time I was at the CrossFit Games was in 2008. And uh, we at the time, it was open to anybody, they mm-hmm. just had to sign up. And uh, there was, I don't even remember the numbers, I think we had 175 individual male competitors alone or something like that so it was was a big number and the way it worked was there were three events running on saturday we had uh chest to bar fran which at the time was like a big deal chest to
0: bar oh my goodness (laughs) yeah that was like a
1: real wow i don't know i don't know if people are gonna finish you know yeah uh oh how times have changed so there was that event there was a um uh hill sprint it was about an 800 meter but on this really nasty little hill loop at the ranch mm-hmm. and then there was the deadlift uh burpee workout and the way it worked is that throughout the course of the day you had to be in one of the heats for each th- three each of the three workouts okay. but it didn't I, I can't remember we had like a rotation but not everybody started at the same place and ended at the same place so okay. as long as you got those three workouts done in the course of the day okay it you was good, good to go and we just kind of rotated through until everybody got a chance um so it was a long day and i ran the deadlift uh, burpee workout and then uh i guess i didn't do too badly at it and <laughs> <laughs> and dave just started ly- uh, relying on me a little bit more and a little bit more and eventually started calling me the head judge and i was like <laughs> okay well we're going to run with this so sure, so why we did <laughs> and uh and yeah that's i mean that really um just how it happened you know dave mm-hmm. dave and i had been uh Working together pretty closely on the seminar staff at that point, and um you know it, it, it was really i don't even know the words it, it's a long time ago, so it's hard <laughs> to recall the exact feeling, but you know it was, it's a great feeling when somebody that you respect uh leans on you and and obviously sees enough uh, responsibility or ability mm-hmm. in you that you know they they kind of hand off that to you right. uh, so that that was really you know nice for me and um yeah it's great to still be involved in that.
0: And it's something that has evolved. I know judging is one of those, it tends to be one of those controversial areas. There's always, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of the nature of the sport sure. and the fact that there's always going to be some subjectivity, mm-hmm. um, there's, you know, there's always going to be some controversy. Yeah, some definitely. questions. Um, and, but every year the judging has evolved and yeah. the policies have evolved. Yep. What has that been like? Um, and what are some of the the ways that you've reacted to feedback or yeah. implemented some of these new policies?
1: Well, I think that the CrossFit Games is really interesting to me because it's still such a young sport. And mm-hmm. I think people forget about that sometimes, especially people that are coming into the sport now and haven't necessarily seen some of the earlier years of competition, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they look at it through this lens of this really established, really entrenched Activity like like you know American football or track and field right. or something that have these, you know, governing bodies that have been around for uh, generations now, right. and, and and we it's just the
0: exact same game. Yeah, every exactly weekend. right. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: fortunately or not, like, we just don't have that that same kind of playing field. Nor do we have the same um, time span uh, of which to evolve. You know, hopefully we will mm-hmm. as things move forward, but. I think for the the amount of time that the CrossFit Games have been around, um, we've done a great job of growing with the sport and trying to make it as objective as possible, mm-hmm. uh, you know, despite the fact that it's grown like crazy. And we've seen feats of fitness and athleticism that we never thought that we would, especially oh, yeah. not this quickly. You know, um, So yeah, every year is a little bit tighter. Every year I feel like the experience level of the judging crew from the Open to the Regionals to the mm-hmm. Games is that much better. I feel like the events run smoother um you know and we do take a lot of feedback into consideration from the community Mm -hmm. and that's that's nothing new Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm having a hard time thinking about specifics uh you know off the cuff but but it's certainly something that we do invest a lot of time in to try to make it as good as it can be because you know we understand Mm -hmm. at this point i mean you know better than anybody people take this seriously and, oh, yeah. and they train you know as if it is a, a job and and that's amazing it's it's crazy to be a part of something like that mm-hmm. so i think uh just out of respect to the effort that people are putting in you know you owe it to your competitors to try to make it as even a playing field as you possibly can so absolutely hopefully we can continue to mm-hmm. up the ante on that you know yeah
0: right. and even from from the open level and implementing things like the judging course yeah. which yeah. you know has only is still very new and then the games, increasing the training that goes into preparing those judges as well is, you know, every year I, I've never, you know, gone through that training, but seeing from the outside, (laughs) you know, the preparation (laughs) and, and everything that goes into that week of, of preparing the judges to be out on the playing field is enormous. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think even, you know, what really impresses me at the games on the individual side, their staff, Mm -hmm. um, there are seminar staff and, uh, you know, they're they're great at what they do and as they should be you know there there's an expectation mm-hmm. on them that that is um pretty high um but i'm always impressed and as we get into the regionals i'm sure i'll be impressed again but just with the level of some of the volunteer judges that come mm-hmm. back year after year and they're so serious and they you know they they study up they take notes they practice and uh, that sort of thing is just such a cool uh experience for me to see the same faces coming back and to see that they've put the time in, you know, and I think that's a really great, um, compliment to Mm -hmm. the athletic side of that, uh, competition.
0: Absolutely. And it reminds you that it does take time to like anything else to develop that skill, um, to see enough reps, to be able to call it in the the moment. And it's not something that you can just walk up and do just because you've done CrossFit before. So realizing that it's an important skill to develop. Absolutely. Um, so one of the other you're also coming off of a great Roe versus Boz win oh, this year, which I want to talk about a little bit. You're the Boz. <laughs> the year of the Boz. That's um right. so that is always I think for a lot of people one of the favorite aspects of the open <laughs> announcements is seeing you and Rory do the workouts live after um the game's athletes. What has that experience been for you like oh, man. been like for you? Oh, it's been great. I yeah. mean it's
1: it's a lot of fun. Rory and I um Since the first year of the Open, we've just kind of had like a, you know, like Mm -hmm. a friendly competition. And, uh, you know, I think the first Open announcement that we ever did was, I think it was Dan Bailey and Scott Panchik, maybe? Mm. I hope it was. I hope I don't get that wrong. But but anyway, and, uh, you know, everything was still set up after the competition. There were a few people milling around. The crew was kind of tearing down. And Rory's like, hey, you want to just... Just Get do it right now. It, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, totally. Get so, it over with. <laughs> so that became just the thing. The thing that All we right. did, and uh, it always. I mean, it's super nerve wracking for me because I'm not. I'm not an athlete. You know, like I just a guy that's been doing <laughs> this stuff for a while. Um, And when people actually stick around, I'm like, oh man, this is really happening. You know, yeah. On, yeah. So it's uh, it's tricky, but um, but it ultimately it's a lot of fun. Right. And uh, I don't know. I think it's really great that people are so willing to stick around and mm-hmm. see just a bunch of regular guys suffer through this stuff you know um,
0: I think it gives people great perspective too and to see that you know even you know a, a lot of people will get nervous to do the open workouts even in their gym or at yeah. Friday night lights and, absolutely and just to see that it's okay you don't have to be a games athlete you right. can yeah 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 have just as much fun yep you're gonna look just the same after the totally. work yep
1: and and at the end of the day I think that you know people that haven't done the open before they haven't experienced that community aspect of it They're, Mm -hmm. you know, they're always on the fence, but as soon as you experience something like that and you see just the support that's there for everybody across the board, Mm -hmm. it's like, how could you not do that? You know, how could you not get hooked on that and just look forward to it every year? So like, Mm -hmm. I know that I look forward to the open every year and first week, it's like, Oh man, but I love it. You know? So it's, it's
0: fun. Yes. It definitely brings out the best in us. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Very cool. we've all enjoyed watching it. And oh, thanks. Seeing it, the, the level of competition that you guys bring elevate as well. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. Well, trying to. I got I got mopped up one year, so I was like, oh, I can't let this happen again. It's your training motivation all year. Absolutely.
0: Um, and speaking of training, I haven't been to your new garage gym, but I've oh, yeah, been yeah. to one of your garage that's gyms, right. and you yeah. are notoriously known for training in the garage. Yep. Um, that's sort of your best environment for your training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell us about that. And what is it like? I think it requires a little bit of extra level of motivation because you're oftentimes by yourself. Yeah. What is it? What what do you like most about training in the garage?
1: I just like the accessibility of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, working out for me is always something that even before CrossFit, it was such a personal thing for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like we were talking earlier when I was in college, I used to get up in the morning and, run to the gym first thing and work out and I was like, you know, it's college gym at six in the morning. I was the only one there. Right. No one's yeah, you know? at six right. AM college. And that was just what I did. And mm-hmm. and, you know, not too many of my friends were into working out. And so it was always just a personal thing for me and I don't mm-hmm. think that's ever gone away. Um the garage gym I just uh I like the accessibility of it and, you know, from the beginning what has always really appealed to me about CrossFit is just the egalitarianism of it, Mm. the accessibility of it, you know, like you don't need fancy equipment and a really, you know, uh, defined training space to Mm -hmm. get really fit and healthy and, and maintain that. And I think that's just as true today, even though there are high end options available, which Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but, um, I think it's important that people remember that if you strip it all away, you can still do this in your backyard with homemade equipment mm-hmm. and have a huge impact on your life, you know? And Absolutely. Uh, to me, that just is, that's what it's all about. So the garage kind of harkens back cool. to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I love it. What, f- what advice do you have for people who are building their garage gym? What's the best piece of equipment you can start with?
1: Um, I think just the, uh, you know, the basics, I think you can do a huge percentage of, the, of, of really legitimate CrossFit workouts with a barbell and a pull-up bar, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe get a set of rings and a and you know a pair of adjustable dumbbells after that and mm-hmm. I mean you're laughing after that it's just kind of what do you like to do right. so uh, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna spend money spend it on a barbell and some good plates because you're gonna have them forever and you know you might as well mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think I think that's it you know barbell pull up bar you, what what else do you need really space to run around that's right <laughs> you get you get that you're yeah you're doing okay <laughs> you know yeah. very
0: cool. Very cool. And yeah. you, can you tell us a little bit about your background too, before you started CrossFit? Yeah, totally. Because I think that's another super interesting and little known fact. Oh about man, it. well, how far back
1: you want to go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, we we mentioned already, I was, you know, working out in college and right. that was just like the regular run and Machines bench press. And, and yeah, yeah, like there's nothing fancy there, but, um, but I, I actually was studying music at the time. Oh. Uh, and so that's kind of where I came out of it. I studied music for a few years in university what, and What type of music? Um I studied classical composition and theory wow. and uh I was a trombone player. At one point in my life I wanted to be a symphony player but wow. you know it didn't work out and I uh, did not know that about you. Yep, yeah, there you go. Very so, interesting. But I was always interested in fitness and it was always something that I did personally. Um finished up with school wasn't really happy doing with what I was doing so I moved to San Francisco on a whim. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at the time there was a school for circus arts that I was mm-hmm. interested in cause I'd done some gymnastics growing up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, attended that, didn't really know what was going to come out of it. And mm-hmm. on the side to, you know, pay my bills, I, I did some personal training and that was ultimately what led me to, to, uh, discovering CrossFit and getting involved with that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting the, the, the evolution of it. Yeah.
0: You never know, you know, being at the right place, at the right time to yep. find out about things. And exactly. Yeah. See how it evolves. Very cool. Well, I'm going to close with three questions I ask okay. everyone. Okay. So the first one is three things you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health.
1: Three things on a regular basis that I do. Um, well, let me think about that. Work out regularly, I think, is the uh, obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> easy one uh even when it's not something i want to do i feel like i'm relatively consistent even if they're not the greatest Mm -hmm. workouts in the world i'm i'm there and i and i do it Um, and how do
0: you choose your workouts do you follow crossfit.com or do you just choose
1: i i mean i've done it all i've 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 run the gamut i've done people's programs i've done crossfit.com i've made up my own Mm -hmm. um uh let me think two other habits um you know like i try to my diet is relatively consistent it's not as uh disciplined as it used to be i used to be really disciplined about Mm -hmm. you know whatever protocol i was following whether it was a zone or a different uh you know breakdown of of macronutrients or whatever it was i was i was pretty dialed in Mm -hmm. these days i'm a little bit more lax but um you know it's i'm never too far from the staples of meat vegetables nuts and seeds etc etc Uh, so that's obviously a good second. And, and third, I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I guess I try to maintain a positive mental attitude. I, I think that's, that's a huge one. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know how successful I am sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you catch me in the middle of a regionals event and <laughs> a million things are going on. And you know, hopefully, I'm, hopefully I'm still trying to maintain that right. positive uh, attitude. But, but I think that's probably the third. Um, I don't feel like I have that's any great no, unique think, insight to that yeah. question.
0: No, that's a really good one. I think people often underestimate the impact that can have really on your health.
1: Yeah. And um, I, th- I think, uh, you know, along with that, I, I, um, I guess if I did want to add something that maybe not as many people, at least in the CrossFit world, I, I see that are really pursuing it and really kind of in it. Um, I, I feel like I do a pretty good job of maintaining a balance of things outside of my CrossFit life Mm -hmm. and that's important to me Absolutely. Uh, I've never been a person to to only want to pursue one One thing thing. forever Mm -hmm. and uh, it's not that those things that I do pursue are less interesting to me or less important but but I've always felt it's important to be well-rounded and so sometimes I think taking a step back from oh my leaderboard score is this Mm -hmm. or oh my workout wasn't so good or whatever and just recognizing that in the big scheme of things it's not the end of the world I think that's really important too.
0: Right. Having a variety of interests. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What about one thing that you think would have a big impact on your health, but you have a hard time implementing it oh. or you just haven't. Uh, I could, I could
1: there. talk all day about that. <laughs> we um, just need one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, your favorite one. <laughs> hey, like shut up. Oz. <laughs> it's been going long enough. Um, I, for me, it's always sleep. Uh, uh I, I have no problem sleeping. Mm-hmm. I love sleeping. I just don't do it enough okay. and I don't do it for long enough and I don't, go to bed early enough. I always, I'm always up way too late mm-hmm. for no other reason than I just find something to do. Right. You know? <laughs> right. There's so many things exactly, to do. There's you know. <laughs> always something
0: you can find, but that's a great one. Uh, I, last question is what does a healthy life look like to you?
1: Um, healthy life looks like, um, I say it all the time, but I think that it's, uh, it's physical freedom, you know, like I think mm-hmm. it's having the freedom to, you know be able to pursue anything that you want whether that's a uh, intellectual pursuit or um, a physical one mm-hmm. or something that's kind of a, a marriage of the two uh I, I think it's just being able bodied and minded enough to uh to do that um yeah so whatever it is that supports that outcome i think i think is worth pursuing
0: love it yeah that's great Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you for having me. me. Yes, and we look forward to seeing you at the regional events and the games this year. It's going to be fun. Definitely. Thanks.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. I always love talking to Boz, and I was so happy to share his unique perspective of CrossFit and the games with all of you. Stay tuned for the CrossFit Games regional season, which is coming up in less than two weeks. I can't wait to see everyone at the Central Regional at the end of May in Columbus, where I'll be competing myself and having a great time this year. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, please head to my website now, juliefouche.com and subscribe to my email list. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at julifouchecom I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on the podcast. Also, if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments here under this post on my website, juliefouché.com. You can also share your thoughts on social media using the hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health.